I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are making an intentional choice to not just make Easter a one-day celebration that's mostly about a fancy dress and chocolate-filled bunnies, but to make it about knowing the one we are celebrating that day, Jesus. Over the next seven weeks, we will slow down the final days of Jesus' life. We will take a peek into each of these moments so that we can know Him better. I want to teach you some common Lent practices, Bible study, fasting, link candles, repentance, and prayer. I will guide you through implementing each of these. Help me spread the message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know all of us struggle with how to really focus on Jesus during Easter. And it's crazy because this should be the holiday we go all in for. But I get it, we've never been shown how. My friend, that all changes with this study. We are going to do this together. This Lent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. I would love for you to join our community as we are growing even more in God's Word. And I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This will be automatically applied when you sign up today. This spring, we are studying the book of James, which is the perfect complement to this final day's Lent study, because it was one of the very first letters written to the first followers of Jesus. So as you are studying the final days of Jesus' life, you will see how the first followers lived it out. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get started with today's session. I don't know him. If you haven't already, spend some time in prayer. Praise God. Repent of sins. Ask for others and yourself. Yield to God. Then wait and listen. Today's story is a familiar one for a couple of reasons. We've likely heard it before, and we've also lived it out countless times ourselves. Read Mark 14 through 26. Read Mark 14 verses 26 through 31 and note what you learn below. Mark 14, 26 through 31. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. You will all fall away, Jesus told them, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. And Peter declared, even if all fall away, I will not. Truly, I tell you, Jesus answered, today, yes, tonight, before the rooster crows twice, you will yourself will disown me three times. But Peter insisted emphatically, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the others said the same. For additional accounts of this, you can see also Matthew 26, verses 30 through 35, Luke 22, verses 31 through 34, and John 13, verses 36 through 38. Question, have you ever, like Peter, felt like you would never deny Jesus? Question, have you ever turned away from Christ for a moment or a season? Like not just sin turned away, but actually deny to be a follower of him. And how did that feel? Prompt. Read Mark 14, verses 66 through 72, and note what you learn below. Mark 14, verse 66 through 72. While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she looked closely at him. You also were there, were with that Nazarene Jesus, she said, but he denied it. 
I don't know or understand what you're talking about, he said, and went out into the entryway. And when the servant girl saw him there, she said again to those standing around, this fellow is one of them. And again, he denied it. After a little while, those standing near said to Peter, surely you are one of them for you are Galilean. He began to call down curses and he swore to them, I don't know this man you're talking about. And immediately the rooster crowed the second time. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will disown me three times. And he broke down and wept. He was so certain this wouldn't happen. Confident that not only would he never deny Christ, but that he was charged for, but that if he was charged for following Christ, he would be willing to die with Jesus. How quickly things can change when fear is pressing. Some of us are in seasons where we are like Peter denying Christ blatantly. These are hard places to get out of, and I urge you to confide these struggles with someone you can trust. Ask them to help you find your way back to belief in Jesus and out of these lies. Most of us stand secure in our confidence in Christ. And why shouldn't we? Persecution in America isn't a real thing. Not really. Turn on the news or do a quick Google search and you can get an idea of what persecution looks like on a worldview level. Beheadings, beatings, children taken away, being burned alive, lost jobs, lost homes, imprisonment, etc. If people find a page of the Bible on you or hear you claim the name of Christ, you can be killed immediately. We just don't experience persecution in America. We feel uncomfortable, but we don't very often experience our lives being threatened because of our connection to Christ. Not like Peter. Question, what are ways you feel uncomfortable because of your connection with Christ? Be honest here. No shame. It is good to identify these things. What are situations where you feel uncomfortable to claim the name of Jesus? For me, it's always in new situations when I don't know, when I don't feel like people know me or they have a seemingly more important position than I do. Basically, when I'm insecure, I want to win people over to Jesus with my love. And in turn, I often deny him in the process. (laughs) It's so stupid. Prompt. Identify your top three places you tend to deny Christ with your actions, words, or lack of words. Then write a game plan for how you could be more honest. Sometimes you want to be bold for Christ when all we really need to do is just be honest about Christ. We have nothing to apologize for. So there's space in, if you had the printed study, there's space um, to list out three things. And I want you, if you can, to hit pause and think through what are, where are three scenarios? Maybe it's in your home. Maybe it's when you see extended family. Maybe it's at your kids' activities. Maybe it's in your work environment. Where are places that you feel like you hide your faith in Christ and you have opportunities to not even be more bold, but just be more honest about your faith? As we wrap up today, I want you to ask yourself, what should you do? How can you apply what you have heard today, James one twenty two, and who should you tell? What is something you can share about today, and who should you share this with? My prayer for you is that you would feel like you know Jesus more as we work our way through His final days. His story is the reason we celebrate on Easter Sunday, because it's the thing that has totally changed our lives. 
I so hope this was encouraging to you. If it was, it would be so helpful if you would leave a review for this show. If it wasn't, well, you don't have to leave a review. Finally, please share this with your friends. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free and super easy to do Lent study. And when you share about it on social media, be sure to use hashtag hearers and doers podcast and tag me at Becky Kaiser. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. I'll see you tomorrow with another final day's episode.